The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Or she'll make like a cheeseburger and it will be like, your pals meant us to be an animal. It can't be a cheeseburger. And Luce is like, why? And then Nita's like, I, I never really thought about that. And then the cheeseburger comes to life, like, just right there. Oh, God. Please, no. They wouldn't do that. <laughs> I love how that's, like, what we're talking about right now in this episode. Meow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, this episode, so much happened in this episode that I'm trying to, I I almost want to say let's rewatch it or something, but (laughs) it it felt so long, oh my god. It really did. Okay, let me go through an episode. Let me go through an episode recap, just like the episode did. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that happened. At, at, at the beginning of the episode, there was an episode recap where Lou said a line that she didn't say in the episode that was being recapped, which is that King is the Titan's son, which we figured out whilst watching that episode, but she definitely didn't say it. Definitely not. Um, yeah, she said. She said. Like, she said like King, you're the Boiling Isle's son. Which, she said she said that in the original episode? No, 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 she didn't. Not in the original okay. episode. Not at all. But in the flashback, she said that. In the original, she just said Titan, I think. But what what I want to know is why they recapped that episode instead of recapping everything that's happened with Rain. I feel like that's been a little more complicated. Like, I was kind of confused about some of the revelations they came to with that. I mean, they kind of did right at the end when Luz was just saying everything that Rain did. Yeah, but I'd rather they showed that than than talk about it because I was like, "Whoa, they knew already and stuff." Like it was, that was a little. Yeah, that was that was a bit expositioning at the very end. That was a bit. But... Well, no, I, I just wanted to like, I just wanted to talk about the boiling aisles thing. Is the is the boiling aisles the name of that one Titan? Because that's weird, right? <laughs> boiling J Isles Jr. Exactly. That's what they're calling him. Doesn't doesn't mean that was his name when he was alive. I mean, nobody. The Titan but it's has one been alive Titan. Years. No matter who named it, it's one Titan. Why would it be yeah, called but Isles? Because the Titan is under the water, and the Titan's knee is an isle of its own. So, 
it's got like multiple islands because the Titan yeah. isn't all on the surface. That's what it's talking okay. about. Out of all the things, that does make sense when you explain thought. it, but <laughs> it's not intuitive. What did you say, Chan? Sorry. I said, of all, out of all the things we could have started with, I didn't think this was what we were going to start with. We're going in chronological order this time. <laughs> okay. Okay, so after, after the episode recap, um, we find out that the Owl House has been decked by the Emperor's scouts, but that Eder and Lilith escape to a mountain top on the knee of the Titan. Eder and Lilith discuss a plan, which it turns out they don't have, but they're relieved that King and Eder are off, 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 um, off land. King and Eder, but believe that King and Luz are off land, but then King and Luz go and find them, and there's the whole King having his bit of a meltdown. Oh, I nearly forgot to talk about the collector dream at the very, very beginning. Oh, me too. Um, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. I was right. My theory was right, I think, or somehow. I won't, I won't be alone anymore. I'll be free. Wait, wait, don't go. Or actually... Actually, wait. No, actually, it seems like the opposite of my theory because I said that the collector was trying to get into the mirror world, but it seems like they're seems like he's trying actually to trying to get out. Yeah, could just yeah. be a separate realm, though. Do we know it's the yeah, mirror I'm realm? Yeah, sure. That's yeah. Yeah, that could that could not be the mirror realm too. We don't really. I mean, it looks exactly what they looked I mean, different. It looks exactly like the mirror realm. It had those cubes. <laughs> it had the cubes. It's the mirror. It had realm. the cubes, but it was kind of like um, segmented. You know, do, do you really like, think? Do you really think they're going to introduce another realm this late in the I game? I don't think so. I'm just saying it could. It could be argued that. It I think. Different. I think that was because it was also King's dream, and so part of it was were just things King was dreaming of, like being on the boat. Plus, it it makes a ton of sense to be the mirror thing because the collector only shows up as like a shadow apparition in the real world of what we've seen anyway so yeah that makes a lot of sense <laughs> so Lilith kind of like alienates King by trying to praise him and that mm-hmm. leads to a really funny joke at the end of the episode I can recommend a good therapist and he's just like I'm kind of sensing a pattern with um, you <laughs> <laughs> and, and then King runs off to hang with Steve, Steve. Who has a cool biker jacket? Looks just like um, he, he looks just like what's his name? He looks just like Mephodomio. Why? Really, I didn't. And, I guess and, I didn't and, think of that. He does oh, look goodness. like him. He does. Now that you say it, yeah. He looks like him, but he he also has a horn. It's his dad. Um, <laughs> I really like that, and I really like that they threw off the Emperor Coven's scout mask in the last episode as well. It just sort of emphasizes that these scouts, like especially the whole talk of the overtime um, and the day after the Day of Unity, it just emphasizes that the scouts are going to be just as much victims of this as anyone else, and they don't even know it. I was I, I was um, going to say that. I was going to say I loved when he took his mask off and he's just a person. I'm like, oh yeah, they're people. <laughs> it's just like they're not just like faceless fodder for getting beat up you know yeah. yeah there was something very peaceful about that entire sequence like like i don't know it it the atmosphere of the episode until the very end which i will talk about the atmosphere of the episode is incredibly dire almost yeah. apocalyptic like a final day before the end of the world and i really like that feeling and that's why i really enjoyed the scenes with king and steve just having their just two two people who've barely met just having like a fun adventure before the end of the world, and I really, I really, I really enjoyed that. 
There um, were good scenes, but the vibes were just weird because, like, who is Steve? <laughs> yeah, who the fuck is Steve? I'm with Why Tipsy on that. I don't even care who Steve is. I'm like, I, they're just yeah. like, they're just like going it off is, together. They're like, it, it is the most adventure time thing ever. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Like, I guess we're supposed to know Steve. But I didn't remember him. They said from but, Lilith's birthday. Did we see that? Yes, he he was there. I remember okay. seeing the guard like with a, wearing a shirt that said Steve at Lilith's party. Um, and I think also I do not know this for sure because I don't look at Owl House fandom stuff because I try to remain unspoiled. I think Steve the guard was like a meme thing that the crew liked enough and like put in the show. Oh. That'd be funny to hear, if that's true. But yeah, I think just whether or not we were supposed to really... Because they could have gone a direction and had that be any character from the coven, from the from Emperor's Coven, but they had it be... Um, they, they had it be like some random background guy, and whether or not we met him before, it still worked really well to me. It was really sweet, and yeah, it was very adventure timey. Yeah, just that guy, Steve. You know, I think, and I think it works in their favor that we don't know him. Like instead of a well, like a, a previously known character, because it just shows like this connection that those two had because they were both feeling the same way at the time. They didn't need to know each other; true. they just knew that they wanted yeah. to go somewhere. <laughs> I, I love how like hilarious the anime Steve was as well. Like, I I don't know. There's. <laughs> I joked that it seems like he he will he's like the mentor character who's going to die or something, yeah. <laughs> but he was very anime with his his bike and his jacket. It was very silly and funny, but also sweet in that you know in that way we just described mm-hmm. um, of two people just living their lives, just 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 bumping into each other and having a nice day. And that one bit when King like hugged the rib bone of the Titan. Oh, yeah, that killed me. I'm like, wow, I feel bad for King all the time now. They they finally have made me feel for him. <laughs> They've done it. Yeah, they they nailed the vibes of this episode. Like, this was a great emotional climax for not just King, but um, Ida and Luz, too. Like, I think it, it was just really well put together. I think I ended up caring more about King's thing. Which is very surprising, considering we never felt much for him before. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to be a ruler anymore. I just want to be myself. Yeah. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. So, regards to Ida and Luz, I've been waiting for an Eater and Lose episode for a long time because we haven't gotten one since, I think, the start of the season. Is that correct? I know. I mean, I don't know for sure exactly, but, like, it feels like that anyway. 
Yeah, so like the the relation the, the core relationship which blew up like in episode eighteen last season, um it was either fighting Liv to protect Luz, I think, um and then the next episode was Luz breaking Liv either of the Alcus and but like season two has been missing those amazing mother daughter moments between them because it's got so much else going on. It's been focusing on that instead and just having a few interspersed scenes, but nothing like this. And when I realized that Ida and Luz were going to fight over Luz's safety because Luz, I don't know, there was something particularly heartbreaking about how Ida's barely keeping it together and is just desperate to protect Luz, but Luz takes it so personally and thinks that her mother figure doesn't believe in her. And that fight, it could have been better. It really could have been stronger. Yeah. But it was a good fight and a great concept. And like the scene of them in chains in the uh, in the in the. Uh, I mean, the entire thing of Ida breaking down to Rain, who, who she thinks hates her at this point because Rain is still putting on a farce. And then, like, the being in chains to the, to the car and thinking that it's all over and just the devastation of opening up to Luz about how she has no idea what to do. That was very powerful and that would have been a great way to end the episode. Yeah, but it wasn't. There was more. <laughs> there was more. Okay, so after all of that, after this amazing end of the world episode where like everything is going wrong, it's okay. It's okay. Every everything is fine. I mean, it's not fine yet, but it's not the end just yet. And then they just they just have a bit of an exposition, don't boss. They finally introduce us to Darius's gang, Darius and Rain's gang, who have been operating in the shadows all season. We finally kind of get a sense of what they're up to, and they catch up either and lose on the main plot. I think, uh, and Dilf and King are there as well, aren't they? Um, yeah, everyone's there. Yeah, everybody is here. Uh... I kind of well, except for the Hexide kids, I guess. Yeah, they're, they're not here yet. They're, they're their own Hexide <laughs> army. Oh, I really thought that they'd like recruit Hunter or something. No, no, because they didn't recruit Hunter. He just went straight to Hexide instead. Um, but like, we've got to get Hexide in on it eventually, anyway. So, so yeah, we have a bit of an exposition dump as we we have lose repeat what um, Ring's story is. We have Darius talk about his side of it, and it's a nice scene. It's a really nice scene. It's a bit weird coming at the end of this episode. And then at the very end, we have a beautiful scene. Of cats. Cats! cats it all comes full circle, she says, as she pulls her cat head up. And then I'm cheering because I love cats. So thanks. Um, and then and then we have a very beautiful scene of them um, opening the palisman box for Luz, having a mother-daughter moment with King there as well. And, and we have all the time in the world, she says, as she helps. Uh, she says her father showed her the ropes of palisman carving, mm. so Ida is coming to terms with what happened with the father as well. So that's a recap of the episode, I guess. What are your thoughts? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was really good. I thought it was... Re- again, back to the... 
back to the pacing of it, like it was it was so well put together. Because honestly, at the beginning, I think like before the first commercial break of it, I was feeling like this is a weirdly relaxing episode. Like I I don't know if if I was gonna like it if it like kind of stayed because it was pretty expositiony in the beginning part too. Like finding Ida, explaining King was a Titan and stuff like that. So I had a feeling like the whole episode was just going to kind of take place in that cave, almost. Like, I was worried to not not necessarily be a recap episode, but be a very, like, we're going to sit down and talk about everything sort of episode. But it it totally went further than that, which which um, was great and did honestly surprise me a little bit. And I think the, the, the journey with King was really adorable. The fact that they conveyed all that, like, with a montage... Um, worked really well because I can't take King's voice seriously. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, it was um, just completely silent. Oh god, you know what it reminds me of the pacing? Obsidian. It reminds me of Distant Man's Obsidian. Uh, like I checked the link we have to check the link for the episode because I was like, this surely isn't just like twenty minutes, right? I know. It really did feel like it was longer, but like they just made really good use of the yeah. time they had. In in a good way. Yeah. In a good way, it was so. Longer. So the way it just yeah. the way it kept jumping from scene to scene, and you had some really serene and sad moments, and then some like action moments. It it did remind me of Obsidian a lot in terms of pacing, and I think um, it's kind of a mixed bag because the episode is just so. Um, well, I I feel like it's a mixed bag for terms of my attention span, which is nothing. So, because because the episode goes in so many directions that I'm desperately trying to keep track of what is going on i know i i agree about the mixed bag thing i i think like there's definitely things i i feel a bit nitpicky about in this episode like you know what, one thing was like in, when um ida was talking to rain through the orb and then Luz showed up and had over like overheard her and then she was like are you really leaving me behind and i was like are we really doing this and then and then someone overheard her and was like Oh, they know their secret now. It's like, we're really doing this now. But like, then they did have that fight, and it was really cool. And like, I don't think it just just the whole tone, the the tone of the whole episode, how it's so dire up until the very end, and just the like emotions of it were was handled so well that I like don't care that much about the things I had a real problem with. I like the idea of Ida hijacking the rain orb. Like she's like, ooh, like it's, it's an orb with rain in it. <laughs> And then the guard leaves, and then she's just like, hey. <laughs> it was like, oh, uh, cool. And then Rain is like, uh, they're like, I'll deliver the package or whatever. And I'm just like, oh my god, finally. They're helping. <laughs> like, outwardly. That's really I, I love how, like, at the start of the episode, um, Eden's like, what would you want to do if this was your last day? And then King's like, I just want a normal day. And then and then Lucy's like, I want to be gay and do crimes. And Eden's <laughs> like, of course you do. And then they go and rob the Emperor's coven. Go rob their own stuff back. And also, oh they got god. that Disney shade in there. It was the best line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that, okay, this episode was totally written after they, they had the news about season three. Yeah, definitely. It must have been. She said, like, I'd love to have time for 20 more adventures. <laughs> like, specifically 20? The exact <laughs> number of episodes in a season? Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. I didn't even realize that. But, oh, my God. Yeah, and I would, I would even go so far as to argue that either this one or the episode immediately before 
um, was the one where they found this out. I'd say if there's a specific... It raises questions, right? Like, I, this whole time I've kind of been assuming that they didn't know, like, they didn't know until the end of... Until season two was like finished being produced, but like now that now that we have this as a pretty clear sign that they did know, it makes me wonder. I feel like it could have been as early as, like, halfway through, like when we just came back from hiatus here, like halfway through season two, because that's when they that's when they really started to move the plot forward like as fast yeah. as they could. Well, knowing what I do about production, um, it's usually like around nine months between an episode being um, storyboarded or the start of production and an episode coming to air. And it was definitely more than nine months ago that um, we found out there would just be three episodes. Is that correct? I don't remember. Is it three or four in season four. three? Four. It's four. What? No, no it's, it's three. Four. I'm sure it's Is three. It three? It's three. There's we lost three an episode. They took away three. an episode from <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, we lost a made. Up, we lost an episode that you made up. So it's yeah. like three double length, three double length episodes, mm-hmm. isn't it? So it's only like six episodes. Oh my god! Um, and yeah, so I'm thinking that when it was announced, um, season two point two, we'll call it, um, was on a production hiatus. They were still working on the storyboarding. Um, it had a slow production. It had like a. It, it was like late in production, basically. No, no, not late in production. Like it was taking a while to get produced. So they definitely hadn't finished storyboarding and cleaning up the season's final few episodes by the time they got hit with the news there would only be three episodes left. So these are definitely we're definitely within the area now of when they would have found that out. Um, because this is when around season three would have gotten renewed. So, because they don't wait until the season's done before they order the next one. Mm-hmm. They wait until it's nearly done before they order the next one. So That does make sense. I would, I would just like to point out that we care so much about this aspect of the production of the show because as Adventure Time fans, we had to focus on this a lot, especially once oh, Cartoon Network God, stopped caring about the show. They like yeah. released a, they released a picture of the cake that was like 284 episodes, and we're like, are we sure that that's all of them? Maybe maybe there's one under the tray, or like, or like maybe the Minecraft one didn't count, or maybe it's like, we're so, we're like desperate. Oh, but, but yeah, with, with Adventure Time, they it was similar. They didn't like have a new season ordered until they were like in the middle of 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 conceptualizing the final few episodes of each season, and then they'd get a new one ordered. Because what happens is they order the new one towards the end of the production cycle for the previous one, but they don't wait until the last minute to do it. They just they just do it early so that everybody doesn't leave and get another job. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it works. And that's what happened here, and which is why the the final this episode and maybe the previous one as well seem a lot more jam packed, as well as the last few seconds of the episode before. So I'm guessing that the King episode, um, that might have been the last episode to be to be assumed a normal season three length. But then they changed that episode when they found out the truth, and then they wrote the next episode and this one with that in mind so that's what i think happened. anyway enough about that but it isn't but if that's the if that's the case sorry i have more to say about that <laughs> like if that's the case i wonder what i wonder what got cut 
like, I wonder what we're missing out on then. I know. Because, like, like, since earlier than that, like, a good amount earlier than that, the plot had been really moving, like, ever since the first the first episode of season 2.2 right when the emperor said the day of unity is coming soon if they really had if they really thought they had like a whole season and a half after that point what were they going to do with it you're right because as a viewer i don't feel like any of it was jarring so i don't know you know what i mean like exactly well yeah i agree i think i think they've they've been handling it well with with what they've got right but i'm just curious i'm just so curious about what could have been yeah, like if they if they thought they were going to have 20 more episodes, like did they have another arc or were they just going to make this go on for a very kind of unreasonably long time? Because I feel like the way it's going has been totally fine from a viewer perspective. Like it has been it has been like very finely paced. They had to cut the Hunter and the Grandma Cafe episode, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Damn. Duh. Maybe a distant land like HBO Max Hunter grandma cafe episode we'll get to see that <laughs> well part of me suspects that dana terrace always suspected disney were going to pull the plug on this one early so maybe that's it as well um i think they expected a little bit more in season three than they got but they probably knew in advance that something was going to go wrong I, because like all the other disney shows as much as i want more obviously i think that they like, I'm not sitting here like, how are they going to wrap this all up in, in seven episodes, or, or one episode plus the six extra ones. Like, I, I feel like they can do it, and it will be satisfying at the very least. I agree, you yeah. Know? Yeah, I mean, the whilst this episode certainly feels like there was, um, you know, they, they had to do a lot in a short time, they seem to be doing the best they possibly can do. Like... They're, they're, they're not, it's not, because the plot is so simple to the Owl House, they're able to take these breaks and just sit with the characters for a while. They, they don't have to do what Adventure Time did and write a, a 44 minute special where everything happens in the world because because they thought they had another 20 episodes left um, and the plot was so complicated. They, they can take a breather and wait until the big finale, but I'm guessing that the big finale itself might be a little bit dense um and 20 or the the final final episode well the final final episode no doubt will be dense but i'm guessing that they they're doing a good job here i think maybe it will really blow our socks off because there's only a few things in this episode that i thought were weird and that's the lou's making the line that we didn't see her making the episode which makes me wonder whether it was added to this one or cut from that one and um, the exposition section at the very end of this one, which kind of felt sudden, like it was supposed to end before then, and then we'd have that exposition in the next episode. But I don't know. I was really happy to finally see Darius, and I, again, I don't remember his name. E- Eber Wolf, or what's what's the little little guy's name? Looks like looks like the little gremlin from Ghoul School. Yeah, no, I you know who I'm talking about though. I, I was really happy to finally see them like, uh, you know, cool and and good because I really like I really like them a lot. Um, and Darius interacting with Rain, Rain being like, "This is just like Hexide. <laughs> it's just like oh, it's." It's cute. They they also 
that's another thing about humanizing characters and uh, making like interesting decisions for me is like Darius was just like, yeah, I thought the Unity Day thing seemed weird, and I noticed Rain did too, and it was just like, yeah, I mean, they're they're the big bad evil guys, but they're like, nah, this is weird. I'm not doing this. Like, I respect decisions <laughs> like that. At this moment, do you think Luz and Hunter know like a lot more about the Emperor's secrets than this whole Cap's resistance movement knows? They must, right? Because they're inside his mind. I would assume so. Yeah. Well, they know about King. Um, they know about the collector, and 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 Luz saw inside of the Emperor's mind, so she kind of understands more of his weaknesses, potentially, and more of his motivations. And whereas everyone, the the cats wanted to go into the Emperor's mind to find out more about him and what his plans were, and I don't think they knew. Oh yeah, they like, were like, doing that. Like they knew that something was wrong. They knew that something was wrong, but it's hard to say how much they knew. They knew it was a draining spell, I think. But what does Luz knew that they don't know if that's the case? What would have happened if they had succeeded in going in themselves instead of Hunter and Luz? Would the Emperor well, have like maybe... discovered them in his mind and then had them killed or something? They had their little shadowy figureheads on, so maybe they'd be fine? Maybe? But he'd probably know that Emperor Scouts has gone to his head. Where do you guys think... Uh... The King thing is going in terms of like next episode, I guess probably we're going to see her come back again, but King being marked by the collector. Like, what do you think they'll possibly do with that when it all oh, blows up? Oh no. Well, they've just established that King is really powerful. Mm-hmm. They've just established that he's a Titan and that he might be having a group spirit soon. That was probably a joke, but it's not impossible. It, I, I can't have out the picture. And the collector has a connection to him. So, um, Chipped King went. We did. We also got confirmation that the collector doesn't have control over him. I mean, I guess maybe it could happen, but the collector was surprised to see him there, which is interesting. So, either King is going to minding fight the collector. Or the collector might use King as a weapon, depending on how things go. So um, that's the kind of thing I'd see foreshadowing. I highly doubt that they're not going to do anything with that. And I think King might, well, we agree that King is probably going to be the key to lose going back home as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, maybe, because the collector was like, wait, no, don't leave me alone here. Maybe King can use his connection to the collector to like give the collector what he wants in some other way than he's been working towards with with the emperor this whole time, and then he'll be like, and then that's that that will be the ultimate resolution of the conflict is that the emperor needs the collector, and the collector will be like, nah, no thanks, I'm I'm good now. They become friends. Are we gonna get a big sacrifice moment? <laughs> like I don't know. No, we're is getting that... a Spinel friends moment. I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! No, I, I think the collector must be at least a bit evil. I mean, yeah. already, like you know. But if they're just like a a, a hexes hold'em collector and they get out, they're like, finally, I can buy my favorite card game, and then they just never show up again. <laughs> what if the collector is just like, just some kid who got trapped in the mirror dimension? And then I, I don't know. Maybe you don't age when you're in there, and he has no way out. Skull kid again. True. Oh my god. I mean, there's so much like 
It seems like he's some sort of ancient thing, though. I mean, he's trapped in a like a, a Pokemon beast ball up there, so it's like he's and, an ultra beast ball. You're right. Those people, those you know, that whole tribe of slayers seem to be you know relatively old. Do you think the next episode is gonna do big Day of Unity cliffhanger? I, or do you think it do you think it's going to be like mostly resolved, and then the cliffhanger will be something else? I think we we either get we either get a big cliffhanger where we're like, oh my god, what's going to happen, or we'll get like a Adventure Time uh, season four cliffhanger where we're like, what the heck was that? What's going to happen? What is going on? Type of cliffhanger. Yeah, can you remind? I'm totally jumping topics, but can you remind me of why Luce didn't make a? palisman back in the palisman episode like why Ida still had the wood because she wasn't in school in the palisman episode and she what? she missed that day like what happened Wait, i can't remember no I th- no she no and when he missed that day Luz was there i think like i think it was just that she like wasn't ready because you need to like have a spiritual connection with your palisman to carve it or something i mean i could believe that i just don't remember it like um <laughs> And if that is the case, then, like, Ida, <laughs> one, making a shoebox, I said Ida's longest toenails, like, Luce will never want to open this. She saved it for Luce for when she was ready, and, like, it was important to her to get that back for Luce before everything exploded. I love that moment with all of my heart. Yeah. Do you think the next episode is going to start and, like, Luce is going to have a palisman then? Or is that going to be, I was going like... to ask, do you guys... I was going to ask, what do you think her palisman's going to be? Because I assumed the answer was yes. I don't know. Like, if she's with Ida and they've they've got quote-unquote all the time in the world. Uh, <laughs> well, I it's a cat somehow. Yeah, I was like, is it going to be a cat? Or I mean, that'd be cute. But Yeah. Well, it could be a cat because of cats. Um, and that would match Amity. Somebody else had a cat already, though, didn't they? That's Amity. Yeah, like... Yeah. As much as I like that idea, it's a little on the nose for me. So it, it, like, it, I want to be it, surprised. Because Amity has a cat, too, is a thing. Um, it's the owl house, so it could be an owl, but Ida has one of those already. I don't know. It'll be king. Well, it's another owl. It's a little owl. Baby owl for our house, the second. Yeah, I really have no idea, honestly. I'm trying to think of like any like little reference they could make. It'll be a smartphone. It's the only palisman that works in the human realm. <laughs> oh, a <my> smartphone? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it could be a, uh, uh, it could be a bat. Like, What'd you honestly. say, Nick? It could be what? It could be a bat. She has a bat phone case. I'd like I'd like oh, that. That'd be bat cute. Would be You're cool. right. I like her. Oh yeah, and Amity has a cat. But it's bubbling again! Yay! <laughs> or she'll make like a cheeseburger, and Ida will be like, "Your palisman is to be an animal. It can't be a cheeseburger." And Luce is like, "Why?" And then Ida's like, "I, I never really thought about that." And then the cheeseburger comes to life, like just right there. Oh god! Please no. <laughs> they wouldn't do that. <laughs> I love how that's like what we're talking about right now in this episode is like it's sort of all of the emotional stuff that we can't handle right now i mean we talked about well, we spent like 30 minutes talking about whether or not they knew if they're gonna get another season or not. yeah we're like we're gonna talk about this <laughs> yeah this is we're gonna this first... must be such a good episode yeah. of our podcast isn't it we're gonna talk about everything that's not the content of the show <laughs> i don't know like I, just don't have, I don't feel like i have a whole lot to say about the content of the episode i was just like enjoying it i was vibing yeah that's how i feel like it was all really enjoyable to watch like what about hoodie helicopter um, 
Oh my god. Oh yeah, I, I the nice like outward like what? <laughs> like, oh god. That's so funny. Oh god. And like and like um like, Lilith's like hair when she bowed and it like yeah, that's cute. fell in front of her face. That was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean I feel like we've at least talked about the important things and yeah. like I agree, like I just enjoyed it. And I'm like, it, it was like a kind of a lot of setup, like where I'm just, I'm just anxious to see where it Are goes. Are we in the ratings phase? Wait, Do Nick I has have two... to rate the episode? Like, it doesn't feel right. Like, <laughs> like uh, yes. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> I think I'm going to give it a 10 because of the reason I explained earlier. Like, they, yeah. it's not like. You know, I do have a you know a couple of problems with the episode, but like they don't matter to me because like the emotions, which is the most important part, I think, was executed basically perfectly. So I like it. Are we just, so we're we're all doing ratings now? <laughs> I guess yeah. so. Nick, you sound so uh, sad about that. Well, What's Nick, up? Nick doesn't know what I I think Nick will do uh, a nine point. Five, because I definitely like this a lot more than the previous episode. The previous episode definitely was a very interesting, you know, standalone sort of thing. But this was a great, like, relaxing uh, sort of climax of everything in the show. I think the one thing that dragged it down is that they kind of made it, um, you know, kind of expositiony and and a little too slow just at the beginning part. But like the action we got and the emotional stuff and the little you know build up at the very end was all very yeah. nice. I think the music, the music in particular was very nice. When the whole King montage and when Luz and Ida were fighting, very, very good music. <laughs> when I when I watch the episodes, I always, like, give the score right away when it ends, like, my gut reaction. And I also say 9.5. I really, really, really liked it. Uh, it just, that just feels right to me, I guess. I don't know, like, I can't, I can't give it a 10, I guess. Because it's weird, because I didn't have any, like, even your criticisms, I didn't really feel, but, like, I'm just like, yeah, like, it was a, it was a great, I think, I always have huge respect for episodes like that, that are, like, like you said, like, calm before the storm, sort of, everything's about to blow up, so let's have this moment of calm, I think, like, those yeah. are, like, some of my favorite things. It's like, interesting that it's, like, a, it's, like, a trend, like, a lot of shows do this. this yeah, no, thing. I mean, it, I'd go as far to say as Cloudy from Adventure Time was sort of similar, where, yeah. uh, they, you know, it was in the middle of everything blowing up and all the element stuff, and Finn and Jake were stranded, and they're like, let's just talk on this cloud, because we have nothing, like, this is all we can do right now, and that's, like, one of my favorite episodes, because I just, I love that stuff a lot, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will give this one a 9.5. I think it's unfair to rate the episode, because the episode was going for a very specific vibe, and I think it mostly nailed it excellently. The thing that drags it down for me to that point five um, is, first of all, like like I said, you know, the pacing, bit of a mixed pack. I, I can't even suggest how to improve it because, um, like I said, they could have gone heavier on the either and do stuff. Um, but they already did go pretty heavy. So is that really like a criticism? But the thing that drags it down from that 10 is probably the final final few moments of the episode when we're like, oh yeah, all the detention's gone, have a bit of exposition. But then they like followed it up with this really beautiful conclusion to the episode 
this beautiful bookend and I, I, I don't think it's fair to to track twenty episode when when it 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 just accomplishes what it wants to so well, almost flawlessly. So yeah, I'll I'll give it a nine point five. Um the only the only reason it's not a ten is because of a bit of movie rebash at the very end, but that's literally it. Beautiful episode, well done our house, and I feel sad now. Yeah, but I'm excited. Yeah, to see. I feel sad now. <laughs> the Owl House. Like I wasn't sad before. I think I've said this before, but but yeah, I think the ratings to me are such a casual thing. I think some of you think they're sacred. <laughs> I think that's funny. Honestly, if I gave this episode an eight, do you know how many people would try to cut me? Yeah, I mean, I guess I understand that, but for me, I'm like, I just. The, the, which is kind of the whole podcast as a whole is like we're just gonna sit down and have an honest talk about like just our opinions with nothing yeah. else and it's like oh, if you yeah. decided you know i'm gonna give this one an eight for personal reasons and someone freaked out like that opinion you have it's wrong it's like damn yeah. oh, okay but then, <laughs> but then we don't say that and we don't get any comments in our videos anyway so it's like who gives a fuck <laughs> Um, but yeah, I feel like this one's a this one's a nine point five, and I, I I stand by that. I double down. It's a nine point five. I do not give it a ten because there was a bit of mood whiplash at the end, which took it away from me, which attracted me from that feeling I was having that I was so driven by, and then it replaced it with another very melancholy feeling. But that mood whiplash does have an effect on how I process the episode. So there we go, nine point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, that's all fair. For me, a lot of it is like. Is this agony of a witch level of freaking out for me? Yes or no? If it's no, then it's a 9.5. If it's yes, it's a 10. That's how I do my 10s. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've said it before, but none of my ratings hold up next to each other. If I went back and looked at them, I would not be able to tell you why I gave it that rating. It's very much a decision in the moment. Oh, I see. Well, yeah, like especially having a reference point later, yeah, I feel like all my season one ratings should be like scaled down three points. Like automatically, yeah. but no, it's it's fine. Honestly, yeah. I agree there. Because I'm I'm always just thinking relative to this show for sure. Like, like the, anything I would give a ten is going to be like an episode that I will remember. You know, I mean, clearly we've I mean we're busy people. We forget a lot of what's been happening in this show. We don't focus on the fandom stuff, so we lose our memory. But like a ten episode to me, a nine episode to me is going to be one that like impressed me and was like amazing and then anything else like i would only just i'd only ever really get rid of points if i like got bored or like it did something stupid but it has not it has yet to do anything stupid i've mostly just been bored with some episodes <laughs> i mean season one did some stupid stuff but then you know eventually it petered out we've not had any issues in season two there's not been any dumb stuff every episode has been i i don't know it's 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 quite magical like not knowing what's going to happen in each episode and how heavy it's going to be. I don't know. I'm having an emotional moment for some reason. I don't know why. Because the show's almost over and you're experiencing Adventure Time feelings. Duh. Exactly. See, duh. <laughs> are you feeling? Are you feeling the same? Are you? Are you getting those together again feelings or those end of Adventure Time feelings? Because I am right now, especially because Amphibia is ending today, and I'm just starting to like Amphibia. I've not finished it yet, but I want to be there. Oh, oh man! My God. 
Oh, you must have it worse than me, Tipsy, because I, I, I caught up with Amphibia, like, right before new episodes started airing in the second half of season three, and I, I feel like I'm not ready for it to be over. I feel like I had so little time with it, and, like, you have even less. No. Here's a question. Should we hit stop before we keep talking, or is this... Content. No, this keep going. No, 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 no. Not until you say a haiku, Chan. Why? Oh, man. Uh, okay. So we got it. We got it. We got it. Work on this. We'll, we'll help you. Um, okay, fuck. Um, that one made me sad. <laughs> uh, that one made me sad. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Nick, now give me seven syllables. Oh, I'm very bad at this. Do not. I didn't ask about that. Give me seven <laughs> syllables. <laughs> That's seven syllables. <laughs> wait, I'm very bad at the... No, that's six. You're so close. No. no. Okay, oh, wait. Oh, what was, the, what was our first line? What was the first line? I'm very... I'm sad. That made me... That made... What was this? Yeah, what was the line? That that made me... That made me so, so sad. Is that what you said? That made me so... That made me so sad. Oh, I'm very bad at this. Uh, okay, Tulip, what's, what's the uh, last line? Wait, 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 I don't want the show to end. There we go, right? want the show to... Yeah, good job. You're not bad at this. Don't ever, don't ever, uh, we need to work I, on I that. I haven't had to make a, make a haiku since, like, third grade. <laughs> that doesn't mean you're not a master. Okay, Tulip, finish this off. And I'll sit here and just, like, lean back in my chair. You know, that's what I do. <laughs> the collector, huh? <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that's such and a, just uh... like that, it's over. <laughs>